Want to just lead? Sonia McDonald will take you on a journey on inspiration and courage. Sonia and her guests will inspire you to be truly kind, courageous and just lead. Hello everyone, it's Sonia McDonald here and welcome to my Just Lead podcast. Now, as you know, I am interviewing a number of our incredible finalists of our leadership, our Outstanding Leadership Awards. And this afternoon, whilst I'm actually having some beer, <laughs> you know, it is a Sunday afternoon, a long weekend. I thought I'm going to treat myself. I think she's having some tea. <laughs> or I, I have heard of people having wine in their tea and pretending <laughs> that it's tea. <laughs> Um, I'm interviewing one of our amazing finalists. Now, Sophie, it's um, Brie Tag, Sophie Brie Tag. She is from Adelaide. I've met her uh, previously and she is just the most effervescent, one of the most effervescent human beings I've ever met with a beautiful, kind soul and heart. So welcome to our podcast this afternoon. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thanks, Sonia. I am having a tea, but it'll probably wine not far off, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, Lovely well, Sunday. <laughs> well, you know, oh, it's a long weekend up here in Queensland. So you, I don't oh, think you've got a long weekend, have you? No, no, no. Back to work tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about you. Tell me about your story and how you got to where you are today. Uh, so I am a mum to two little boys, uh, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And uh, I live in the Adelaide Hills in beautiful Harndorf. So in the middle of autumn at the moment, which is just gorgeous. Um, I am a people and culture manager at an aged care facility called St. Paul's Lutheran Homes, Harndorf. And I am at a place in my life where I am so blessed and so lucky to be where I am and to work where I am and to have what I have that um, the history of where I sort of came from it's been a bit of a wiggly line to get where I am now so I started off I actually studied a bachelor of ecotourism at um, university was my first university degree and then um, I got into real estate to help my mum out actually because she needed someone to do some real estate for her so I moved into that and then um, moved into sales and I guess that's where I sort of decided that um, I loved uh, the people side of things and I was really good at building relationships and really good at um, spending time with people and listening to what they needed and being able to solve their problems for them. And someone mentioned that I'd be quite good at human resources and I went, I don't even know, what do you mean? What is human resources? <laughs> And so I'd never, I'd never I think really that's probably across, a good thing, yeah. <laughs> I'd never really come across it in any of my um, other jobs. And so I did a little bit of research into it and, uh, and I thought, wow, this is actually really, really cool because it's, it's the relationship side of things without the pressure of having to reach targets of sales because obviously sales is a quite a, can be quite a pressure-driven um, uh, industry to work in and um and I sort of fell into human resources um and loved it so did my certificate um currently still trying to finish off my degree at the moment while working full-time um but I've been working in my current role now for just over six years and have worked my way up from um uh, I started off as a human re resource coordinator and worked my way up to now managing four different departments. But I think um, 
the real turning point for me was um, learning to believe in myself. And that was a little bit of a process around um, perhaps a bit, a bit of um, serendipity, I think, of the people who came into my life at a particular time. Um, I'd had my second son and came back from mat leave and uh, a new general manager had um, started in the business and we um, connected very quickly on a, on a, like on a business level and I found that he was really, really supportive with me and my career. And at the same time, I was introduced to a, uh, a personal coach and she helped me sit down and actually look at what my values were and what my priorities were in life and I sort of stepped that through and then probably the biggest thing was uh, in the middle of last year I did the Brené Brown Dare to Lead um, course which was a two-day course and completely life-changing just amazing had massive breakthroughs and big moments around particularly around shame and bravery and um, and about being brave enough to ask for what I want um, and to have the confidence to see that what I was actually doing was making a difference to people's lives and that it was really well aligned with my passions and values. So, yeah, that's a little bit about me, um, but I, I love what I do. So I can uh, tell. I think, uh, yeah, I, so I could, and, and sorry, I will. I'll talk all day about this because I just love it, love it love it um so helping people to help people is my passion and i think uh, working in the aged care industry is amazing because uh we're helping our some of our most vulnerable people but i get to help the people that help those people and i think for me um you know it's it's pretty awe-inspiring what what i get to see them do every day to help other people so yeah that's a little bit about me <laughs> It's great that you've taken, I'm a great believer with sometimes, no, I'm a great believer in careers that you, it's good to have sometimes a few different journeys and careers, you know, it's, yeah. you know, uh, because you can bring a different perspective to things like some of the best leaders, one in particular I worked with in, in China, she didn't even come from the industry. She came from a completely different industry and she was my general manager and she was sitting there looking at me like, I'm not really, you know, au fait with the industry, but yeah. She just had the skills and the talents and she built it and she ended up being amazing. But I think it's always about putting yourself out there and saying yes to opportunities. And I think it's about saying yes yeah. as well. So um, I think as a female, you, I don't know whether it's different for perhaps some of the younger generations, but I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm just turned 40 and I think my um, group of Happy friends. Happy birthday. Were, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> So we're, so we, we're sort of in that cusp of um, we have a career, we have children. Um, I have an amazing supportive husband as well who makes such a massive difference to me being able to do what I do. Um, I think, you know, when, you, when you're not sure where your priorities lie, it's very difficult to spread yourself across everything. And I've had to realise that, it's okay to put myself first and that it's okay um, to want a career and that it's okay to follow that path rather than 150% giving everything to your family. And I think everybody's journey is different. And I think for me, it's been around allowing myself the freedom to say, it's okay to want what you want and it's okay to follow what you want. 
um, because being your authentic self and being comfortable with that will give you much more satisfaction at home and you're able to be a better person at home. But that's just me. I mean, everybody's probably quite different. Um, but I think my era, and I know with my, especially my group of friends are the same, they're all very career driven, but they all have kids as well, is about um, being brave enough to say, I can try to have it all, but I still need to remember that at the core of it, we need to keep ourselves healthy and support ourselves and still put ourselves first a lot of the time as well. Mm-hmm. And that it's not selfish, that it's okay to do oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've got to be kind and courageous for yourself first and foremost. Yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes yeah. as women or as mums <laughs> in particular, we tend to kind of put it, you know, everyone, which is fair, you know, like, yeah. but you, you have to take care of yourself and, yeah. and it is okay to go, this is what I really want. And yeah. And I think as well, we're leading by example. If you're a mum or yes. parent, we're leading by example for our kids. Yeah, I agree. But it's also that from a team point of view as well. So I find um, with my teammates, we all say, you know, it's just the little things even during the day of, have you drunk your water today? Yeah. My, one of the girls in my team put in my diary, take a lunch break, and she's put it as a recurring thing in my calendar every day so that I take a lunch break. You know, it's just the little things and it doesn't have to be, massive it's like in the mornings I'll get into work and I make a coffee for each of the girls in my team girls and guys in my team just to say thanks and I hope you have a great day and this is a reminder to take care of yourself and that's okay to take a break and to stop Mm. and to you know refocus and and then you'll be you know more focused I think if you take a break and have that time I digress sorry why are you digressing? This is what the podcast is about. We can talk about what we want. So, right. so you know, I, I don't keep I don't keep it on structured because everyone because I just think we've got to keep it organic. So I think everyone just yeah. loves listening to people's insights and it inspires people. There could be someone, and I know there'll be someone listening to this and going, "Oh, you know, I need to start asking and being brave and courageous to ask what I, for what I want." Yeah. So, leadership. What does leadership mean to you? Uh, a few different things. Um, actually, it was it's interesting. Something I listened to a, a really interesting webinar. Um, I'm part of the uh, Leading Age Services Australia Next Gen Ambassador Council, the South Australian one, and um, I was listening to a webinar that was put on um, the other day, and one of the panelists was talking about how leadership is around um, being brave enough to make decisions. Uh, maybe not having all the information and if you do make a mistake being willing to own up to that and learn from it and that really resonated with me because I thought so many times in a leadership position you think I have to know it all I have to completely have all my ducks in a row I have to show people I'm completely in control 150% of the time so that they stay um, calm and they think that you know what you're doing but I think for me what I've learned especially in the last maybe two years especially is it's around being brave enough to be vulnerable and to be yourself so I suffer quite badly from anxiety and um, there are a couple people in my team who also suffer quite badly from anxiety and I think they've actually um, they've actually felt so much more comfortable with me since I've opened up about my personal struggles and what I might that I might not be able to cope all the time and that I do need other people to support me and I think being vulnerable enough to be yourself I think makes you a much better leader because people see you as human 
and people then are able to connect with you um, on that personal level as well and realize that you're not a robot um, and that you are a person who isn't perfect and it's about trusting that you can but it's also about finding the people you can trust with that information as well I think if you're going to have those chats um, but vulnerability for me um, is a huge one um, trust so making sure you're walking the talk yeah. and talking the walk and doing it all um, because if you're saying one thing to one person and then you're behaving in a completely different way that's not going to instill confidence in in the people that you're working with that firstly you know what you're doing and secondly that they can trust you um you know to to do the job so i think for me yeah it's about trust is a huge one for me and um what else having a bit of fun along the way yep. leadership for me is about I, you know i've got a really loud laugh as you can tell and i laugh lots um and i think if you can't go to work and enjoy what you're doing and enjoy the people that you're with. I mean, yes, there's going to be uncomfortable times. There'll be uncomfortable conversations. There'll be tough days. There'll be days when things go wrong. But at the end of the day, remembering why you're all there and that you are, you, you're working with shared values and shared passions and that you legit, legitimately care about each other. And I think for me, um, you know, smiling and laughter. We, we always have so many giggles at work and celebrate the good things in our teams and, and amongst the, all the employees. So, yeah, I think for me probably vulnerability, trust and being able to laugh at yourself a lot of the time as well. You know, I'm a bit of a goof, so. Totally agree. Mm. Love that. You've got to have some fun too. Yeah. yeah. So, laugh at yourself. <laughs> it's really important. All the time. Well, all yeah. the time. People. I've had people say to me, it's so funny actually, I've had um, a few people at work say to me who haven't worked in my team before and then have moved into my team, one of my teams and they've gone, we thought you were so scary. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like a complete dork. I don't understand what you mean. And they're like, yeah, we can tell that. You are hilarious when, you get to, when people get to know you. And I said, and I, and I think maybe there's a bit of that kind of having to put on that front at work, be the professional, be the HR person, you know, be very careful what I'm saying, but it's also being um, able to let your guard down a little bit with people is important. I agree because it builds that trust. Yeah, yeah, hugely, hugely. Because if they see you, if someone sees you human, you're going to connect with them far more than if you think the person is firstly not not understanding what you're saying, doesn't understand you as a person, can't laugh at themselves. In fact, that sounds like a pretty boring person to work with. So. Which I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't think you'd ever, ever. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> so tell me about, tell me about. Obviously, uh, I know we spoke about the awards, and you were going to, you were going to nominate someone else, and then someone nominated yes. you, and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh, a bit awkward. I was like, I know. Oh. <laughs> Which was lovely. So tell me. Tell me about how you're feeling about the awards and the movement we're trying to create around building kind and courageous leaders and leadership. Oh, so excited. I can't tell you how excited I am. And I'm actually getting really jealous of your drink. I feel like I might need to nip away and just open a bottle of wine. <laughs> open a bottle of wine. I'm so sorry, I should have said something. I should have said, oh, I'm going to be, I should have said, I didn't want to force my. 
drinking habits sort of podcast with everyone else. Oh, I can't even imagine what a podcast after a few wines would be like for me. So no, it's probably best to stay with my tea. But um, uh, I am so excited because I think that um, it's just the the idea of kind and courageous leadership. Like I love that you have brought that to the forefront of what leadership I think should be. You know, there's there are so many people who are managers who aren't good leaders, and yeah. whether that's because they've been put into the role you know, prematurely and then maybe they're not skilled enough for it or they haven't had the support once they've been put into it or they're genuinely just not interested in, in, in you know, leading other people. Um, and I think the people who are the good leaders, and that might be, you know, aged care is such a fascinating industry for me because you've got the people who are at the coalface, so you've got my amazing admin staff who deal with everything under the sun at the front desk. You've got the carers who are caring for our, our beautiful, you know, ageing population who have to lead on every single shift that they do because not only are they dealing with, um, you know, that the most personal of, of, of duties and tasks with residents of dressing and feeding and showering, but they're also dealing with um, shift work, they're dealing with grief and loss. Um, so it's about for me, these awards, it's about being able to say to people, it doesn't matter what your title is. Mm. You can be a leader at any level. You can be a leader in whatever you do. It might be that you are, you know, volunteering at the local footy club and you've got a team of little kids who are looking up to you. That to me, if you're kind and you're courageous, huge, hugely important. And I think, I think the fact that you have brought these awards out and people who, like me, kind of, and we were just chatting just before, where you just go, I go to work and it's not work for me. I love it. It's my passion and I just do what I do. I love doing what I do. And then to be um, recognised for that is, is, is completely overwhelming and yet amazing all at once. Yeah. And so I think... What I love about the awards is that, and the concept behind it, is that people like me who might just be thinking, oh, well, I just do what I do because I love it, then get to tell other people who they may never have connected with without being part of these awards. You get to go and talk to people and go, how amazing is, is the place that I work? How amazing is the aged care industry? Which people might go, Ugh, age, you know, we get a pretty bad rap and yet, there are so many people who work in the aged care industry who might not have a voice to be able to tell people what amazing work mm. our staff do and that there is so much career opportunity in aged care. It's such a growing industry. And I know I sound, I'm sorry, I'm going on and on about this. I oh, not at all. I know you're passionate. I, I'm actually I'm blown away by the amount of finalists that are from the industry, which is yes. just- and the thing is, I mean, I know there's lots of, I mean, the awards were put together around obviously se- the awards and celebrating, but it, we put these together to acknowledge and, oh, and it's showcase and people that would not normally like to show people today, you know, future leaders like generation, like other generations of today and tomorrow, mm. there are industries out there, there are people out there. 
there are there there are people out there and leaders out there that are that are doing amazing things that you would not know about and yes and that's what i love yeah. like i'm reading through on like linkedin is has been amazing because i've been able to scroll through and have a look at who have been nominated and looked at these businesses and things that people are creating and doing and i'm just like wow what an amazing group of people who have been recognized for probably doing just what they love doing on a daily basis. They're just passionate about what they do. Yeah. They, go, they go to work, they do it, they enjoy what they do. And now we're getting to connect and then spread the word further of what we love doing. And I think, I think the, the huge thing for me that's going to come out of this nomination is connection and being able to, showcase what an amazing industry I work in and for me that is just so special so special so thank you I can't thank you enough I think it's, oh it's no amazing. thank you I'm not no, honored by everybody <laughs> I'm just like I just every time I every time I um even when I was reading through the the nomination forms oh my gosh and I can tell you now that was super challenging uh, mm. you know sitting down with them trying to yeah Get, you know, choose the finalists. Um, I, I had to step away from that. I had a team of people, you know, that kind of took ownership mm -hmm. and took accountability for that because I knew too many people like yourself. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I was like, oh, I can't, I can't actually <laughs> read her. Like I can't actually read her in the mix because I'm better. Um, you know, because you can. You have, sometimes you go, oh, I kind of really liked that person. <laughs> um, so yeah, you have to have it unbiased. Yeah, you do. That, but that's yeah. what's. But that's what's so lovely about. Um, I think about what you're showcasing is is the amount of people who genuinely love what they do, and I and there are so many good news stories out there, and I think we don't celebrate enough the good stuff. And maybe with yeah. all this, you know, the the COVID nineteen that's come out of it. I mean, we've certainly um, found with our with our staff who have stepped up, who you wouldn't have perhaps thought could be. Um, leaders before who have actually you've gone wow you've got some amazing ideas and perhaps without this pandemic having happened um, and having to make because we've had to have very um, agile and resilient um, staff you, you know you can imagine with lockdowns and that kind of thing um, and the amount of people who've come up with amazing ideas on how to make things better for our residents has just been just overwhelming and I think this is what your awards will be. They'll be like a shining light for spreading good news stories about what people are doing in all sorts oh, of they, I mean, even when we, we, we were really, as you know, we had to change the date of the gala. Yeah. Is it we kind of sat down and thought to ourselves, what do we do? Do we postpone announcing the finalists? Do we, everyone was kind of in this kind of fear and panic, everything. And I said, yeah. we're going to go ahead with it. We're going to. We're actually going to push it even further, and we're going to showcase these finalists even more because people need good news stories. I had yes. people ringing me and emailing me saying they were crying uncontrollably. Me, and me being one of them, going what, <laughs> what? And then I, I rang my husband. I went, no, I don't think this is no. And I'm bawling my eyes out, and he goes, "What is? Because there is you're crazy. Like what is wrong with you?" And I went. Oh my god, this is amazing! And then I rang my boss and went, "What? What?" <laughs> and I was, I was literally bawling my eyes out. And it's amazing how 
that kind of thing can make you feel just so in time in a time of crisis sharing that news was just so joyful to be able to do oh and it was for us like I mean it was wonderful it was just because I because people were just like during this time we needed you know we needed the we needed this news and and um yeah, it's just, and also to see something else in the feed other than COVID. Like I was like, I just get some stuff out there on social media that's positive. Um, anyway, no, no, it was overwhelming. It was, I yeah. can't even imagine what kind of um, sort of bravery that took from you guys to be able to still say, we're going to do this. This might not be the perfect time, but we're going to adapt and we're going to be resilient and we're going to keep going, however that might look. And I, I take my hat off to you guys. I think you've, you've done a great job with it because it's been challenging, really tough. Oh. I mean, gosh. <laughs> I won't go into that. Uh, no. I know. As another he, day. That's another podcast around <laughs> lessons learnt, hosting and awards. Uh, anyway, I'm going to have to, because I'm about to do a podcast, another podcast in a yes. few minutes. Um, so you know that we can always chat forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Uh, so... I really wanted to say thank you for your time this afternoon. Uh, you now get to go and get your wine, so that's good. I will. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you'd like to say before we close off the podcast? Uh, I just want to say that I feel um, very humbled to have been nominated um, in the first place, and I am just really excited to, as I said, connection for me is going to be a massive part of this, and so. Um, meeting the other finalists and, and finding out what they do and meeting them will be um, is, is probably one of the most exciting parts for me. So thank you, Sonia. I'm really excited. Oh, I'm so excited as well. I think <laughs> by the time the gala event comes, we're going to be ready to party. I think oh, watch out. out. <laughs> oh, yes, watch out. <laughs> so was, so much. Oh, my I pleasure. It was wonderful. Have a wonderful week and you we can't too. wait to uh, send you the podcast. And thank you for everyone listening. I hope you've just loved listening to beautiful Sophie and watch out for more of her on social media around how she espouses kind and courageous leadership. So thank you and you totally rock. Thank Lovely you. Lovely too. Take Thanks, care. Bye. Bye.